Hi, this is Kate Winchester, creator of the Real Abs Framework for Coaching, and welcome to today's podcast. I am fascinated by lots of things. It's often the opening line of many of my blogs, and maybe it's going to become the opening line of many of my podcasts. One thing that springs to mind that I, I wanted to chat about was across industry connections and what we have got to learn from outside our immediate field of operation or um, area of expertise. And this may be partly due to my rather varied career, uh, ranging from working with resources right through to, of course, becoming a registered psychologist. So what I have found interesting in, in those changes in my career, uh, what I've learned in one industry or one area, there have often been connections that I'm able to make in my new choice of career. And interestingly, the original way that I got into working with horses using positive reinforcement, which ultimately led me into applied behaviour analysis, was recognising the connections between what I was doing with in my teaching and what I wanted to be able to do with my horses and just lacking that ability to see how I could transfer my skill set in teaching and able to, and my ability to be able to deal with difficult behaviours and apply that to horses. And then of course once I was training horses using positive reinforcement I started to work backwards and see how the knowledge I'd acquired through animal training and behavioural science in relation to working with horses, it, it opened a whole new uh, understanding and awareness in me about my teaching and how I had intuitively had a lot of those skills but was now able to explain why they worked and initially in my life that was extremely frustrating I knew what I was doing was working but I lacked the theory in the background knowledge to be able to explain it so yeah it's some interesting zigzagging in ideas uh, and I think that's really stuck with me as I've as I've moved on in my life and I love the fact that I can see what's going on in one field and how it can impact and influence something that's going on somewhere else. There's also a lot of barriers to, to break down along the way. Um, those of you who are involved in dog training or horse training will know that traditional methods are entrenched and a lot of the old school ways of training dogs and horses is still very much um, alive and kicking although you know gradually we're seeing that progress we're understanding that we know so much better uh, so much more now and we can do so much better based on using the least aversive methods and I think when it comes to working with people, and in particular, of course, children, 
we need to apply that same understanding that we know so much more, we need to be doing better. So, you know, what can we learn f about children and what can we learn about dealing with people um, from other industries? And I guess one of the <laughs> classic ones is the fact that we see what's going on in a child's life in the same way that we know what's going on in a, an adult's life. And we can apply a lot of that information and be more analytical in our approach as opposed to making judgments and decisions based on lack of facts. And behavior analysts are really good at that. And that's why we cross fields so easily because we do not need to know the full details about the area that we're working in because our area of expertise is literally in analyzing situations, assessing the best way to change a behavior, train something, teach something to somebody. And as long as someone knows what needs to be taught, we will find a way to do it ethically and in the best interests of the client and with really robust, successful outcomes. So something that also intrigues me is the relationship, for example, uh, in certain behaviors that we're trying to change and other concepts or other examples. And it's going back to my recent discussion around analogies and what we can learn from understanding that you need to diversify your interests in the same way that you would diversify your investment portfolio. That one really hit me recently with people getting very upset and very anxious and there's real concern around changing goalposts due to lockdown. You know, things are not set in stone. We can't guarantee that we're going to be, be able to attend an event. We can't guarantee that what we've trained for, what we've worked for, is going to come to fruition. And what I've noticed is the people that have got the most resilience and the ability to bounce back and branch into something else are those people with slightly more diverse interests. That's not to say that you've spread yourself incredibly thin, because again, if we look at investing and managing a portfolio, that's not recommended practice. But diversification to some degree is because at any one point, where what you've invested in could turn upside down. And so just having that little bit more breadth to your interests, it doesn't have to be, as I say, you know, a multitude of things that you're trying to achieve. But for example, I, I have used myself that I've got my interests in my horses and my cars. And while my focus is on fitness and competing, I found that it's very useful to have that diverse interest and that ability to uh, latch onto the horses when things are rough or take my cars out for a drive. 
so yeah I will wind it up there I think that's uh, a timely end and I look forward to speaking to you again about another one of my fascinating topics and yeah ponder that idea of, of what your area of expertise is and how that that can apply perhaps to another area, another field, what you can add and, um, and equally what you can take into your area of expertise from, from somewhere else and have fun with it. Uh, life's about learning. Bye for now guys.